speaking on a subject that that uh, as as we talk about the goodness of god but the main subject is one word and it has to do with worry and the minute that i say that some of you are already worrying and uh, you're thinking well what is he going to say about that others of you you're going to have somebody in mind and say i hope they're tuning in today because that's the message that they need it's a message on worry and we know that god god uh, gives us a wonderful provision and so we really don't have to worry i thought about this in my prayer time this morning you know you moms and dads you have your kids there and you're watching together i uh why, why don't you count starting now the number of times that i use the word worry and then just kind of email it to us and say, boy, you use worry 50 times. And it'll be interesting to see uh, how, how that works. You know, someone may say, well, you just don't understand. You just don't understand. My nature is to worry. My nature is to worry. Well, you see, you and I don't have anything to worry about. Think about that. We don't have anything to worry about. Why? I want to give you several reasons. Number one, God is the source of everything that I need to live a wonderful life. He's the source of everything. He's my source, not my job, not my profession, not anyone else. God is the source of everything that I need. Why don't you say that out there and at home or in the car or on the beach? God is the source of everything that I need. Now, do I believe that? Well, we're going to find out. You see, if you're going to put your security in something, you need to put your security in something that cannot be taken away from you. If you're going to put it in something, be sure it's in something that, that can't be taken away from you. Well, you see, I'm putting my security in my health. I'm going to be healthy to the day I die. Really? You might say, I'm going to put my security in my job. Well, some of you found out you can't do that because you've lost your job during the COVID. Well, here's someone else. I, I know I'm going to put my security in my good looks. Wow, unbelievable. Some of us might make it, but most of us may not be able to do that. You see, we might put our security in, uh, well, we might put our, our security in, in society. Well, I want you to know it'll fail you every, every single time. So if you're going to put your security, put your security in something that can't be taken away from you. And here's what we know that is. Here it is. You know it. It's your relationship in Jesus Christ. No one can take your relationship in Jesus Christ. He steps to the plate in Psalms 23, verse number one. Here it is. The Lord is my shepherd I will lack nothing. There you have it. The Lord is my shepherd. I will lack nothing. Well, what is a shepherd? A shepherd is an individual, usually in Scripture, that cares for sheep. We know that a shepherd knows a lot about sheep. Sheep, you know, um, they're defenseless. The sheep uh, have a lot of predators. Sheep do not have sharp teeth to be able to to bite. Sheep uh, will fall off a cliff if you're not careful. Sheep, of course, will, will run. They're, not, they're just not smart. In one of the books that I read, it said they're just plain dumb. So they need a shepherd that, that helps defend them, that, that gives them guidance, that directs them. A shepherd feeds them and leads them. 
and ministers to them. And here's what Jesus said. I will be your shepherd throughout. I will feed you. God will supply. I will lead you and I will meet your needs. Whether it's protection, encouragement, I will come through with a miracle. Well, here's what the Bible says. It says if you're a parent, you're a shepherd taking care of those, uh, of those kids. If you're a small group leader, leader, you're a person that is caring for the needs of that small group. And, and the Greek word for shepherd is this, pastor. It's pastor. That says, hey, pastor, your job is to, is to give us the word, to lead us, and to guide us. And all of our staff serve in, in a way to help meet the need of our church family. And we've done that to the best of our ability during this COVID when many have lost their job. And we've tried to meet their need in whatever way that we can. Why? Because a, a shepherd cares. Here's another thing. There is nothing I need that God can't supply. Everything you need. Take a look at the word need. I didn't say everything you want. You see, the reality is God could supply everything that you want, but he's probably not going to do that. He can supply everything that you need. Paul writes in Philippians 4, 19, God will supply all you'll ever need from his glorious resources. Where? In Christ Jesus. Think about that. What kind of reservoir is that? God's goodness is not based on your goodness. Somebody say hallelujah. It's not based on your goodness. It's based on his goodness. Now, this one's going to be a, a curveball to some of you. You see, you don't have to be good for God to be good to you. You don't have to be good for God to be good to you. You see, his death on the cross proves that. Here's another. God doesn't want me worrying about anything. Absolutely nothing. Paul writes in Philippians 4, 6, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Well, there's your answer. You can pray or you can panic. You can worship or you can worry. And if you're not worshiping, you're worrying. You see, you and I, don't have to worry about anything but God says I'll supply everything let me give you a couple of reasons why you shouldn't worry here we go hope you're taking notes here it is worry is worthless say that with me worry is worthless it's not worth anything worry is unreasonable well how are you going to explain that preacher how's that going to work out you see it doesn't make sense based on a spiritual level. It's illogical and irrational. Matthew, here it is, the Sermon on the Mount, one of the most, the popular greatest message. It's Matthew 6, 25. Don't worry about your life, what you're going to eat or drink. Don't worry about your body or what you're going to wear. Here it is, your life is far more important than clothes. Did some of you who needed to hear that, hear that? Your life is far more important than clothes. And let me add to that. Your life is far more important than shoes. Oh, Lord, I've got some new friends out there. You see, that might be a huge revelation because clothes do not make the person. 
He's saying there are minor issues about shoes and clothes and those kind of things. He said worry is unreasonable. You see, we typically worry when we do about the wrong thing. You think about, well, why worry about little stuff? You know, things that are going to be here one moment and gone the next. Well, you worry about, well, how do I look? I just need to look better. I need to get my hair fixed. I, I need to, you know, I just, I just need, to, I need, I need to see a plastic surgeon. Let me tell you, it didn't work the first time. Don't do it again. Don't do it again. Save yourself some money. You see, all of those, well, I'm worried about my presentation. Do you know how nervous I get when I have to stand here in this pulpit and preach to you? Some of you are so spiritually deep and intellectual in every single way, and I, I come up with my kind of homespun, yard talk, lawn talk, and be able to share with you. You know how, how much I could worry about that? But here's what I found out. Wouldn't do any good. I just want the anointing of the Lord Jesus Christ. And you know, if worry were permissible, and it's not, well, I would think you'd want to worry about eternal things. You know, like things 100 years from now or things like a thousand years from now and most people can't tell you what they worried about last week many cannot tell you what they worried about yesterday to worry about something we can't change is useless worry about you can't change it it is useless it's useless to worry about something because you see if you can't change it so what how would you let it be a part of your life? Well, we think that by worrying about something, here's the deal, we actually control it. If I'm worried about it, I can have some form of control, and that is not true. You can control nothing. It's impossible. Here's another. Worrying is irrational. Worry is irrational. Anyone that uh, if you worry about anything, here's what happens. You get worried there, it's irrational. It gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Then it begins to plague your mind. And then fear comes in. And then you begin to add to what it is that, that you're worried about. And as a result of that, it, it just plagues you day in and day out. Well, I give myself permission to worry. I just was born a worrier. No, you weren't. Here's something else. Worry is unnatural. It's unnatural. Well, help me out with that, Pastor. You see, nature doesn't worry. It doesn't because it's unnatural. Human beings are the only thing God created that worry. Plants don't worry. Animals don't worry. You see, human beings worry. And God did not create us and make us to worry. He said, I don't want you to worry. Matthew 6, 26, look at the birds of the air. They don't sow or reap or store away in any barns. You think they're worried? Well, here he goes. And yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more valuable than the birds? He goes on. Why do you worry about your clothes? Look at the field of the lilies. They don't worry about theirs. Yet King Solomon and all of his glory was not clothed as beautifully as they are. You look at the rose. It's out in the wild. It, it doesn't do anything to make itself beautiful. It's just natural. It doesn't worry at all. 
Think about all the time that you have wasted. Do you know birds are the ones that's on God's welfare plan? Birds tweet and sing and chirp, and, but they don't really add anything other than beauty that they bring to the table. God's welfare plan. God said, yet I will, I will take care of them. And if that's true, then we know that you and I are the only ones that worry. And when we worry, which is unnatural, this is why it shows a lack of trust in God's word, God's purpose, and God's power. Now, now that's pretty serious. Now we're honing in on the danger of worry because it doubts God's word. He says, don't worry. It doubts God's purpose because you cannot be effective and you cannot live in victory and you cannot be pleasing to God if you let worry be a part of your life consistently. And it also hinders God's power in your life. Well, I was a born, I was born a worrier. No, you weren't. Babies don't worry. They're innocent. They're totally trusting in those who are caregivers and parents. They don't worry. And anything that is learned, here's what we know, can be unlearned. And you don't have to be a worry wart. You know what happens? That's why you're stressed. That's why your tummy's in knots. That's why your neck hurts and is stiff and strained. Because here's what it is. If worrying is unnatural and you worry, your, your body is going to say, I respond to all that worry through the power of stress and through other physical challenges that adversely affect you because you're doing something that you were not created to do. It's called worry. Jesus said, worry is unhelpful. It's absolutely useless. He said in Matthew 6, 27, who of you by worrying can add a single hour to his life? Not going to make you taller or shorter. Not going to make you bigger or smaller. Not going to make you thinner or fatter. You see, it just doesn't work won't add one iota of time to your life useless just not there it's investing a lot of emotional energy and i can prove it the writer of proverbs in the word 1225 says worry weights us down to engage in it it weights you down it ruins happiness and joy and when you think about so many things that worry you you start getting discouraged and depressed and you get to the place that that you're not an encourager in any way shape or form and not only that you'll get a reputation of those that know and love you well don't tell them that if you tell them that they'll just worry all the time worry is not it is not a spiritual gift it is the enemy to everything that you believe well we also believe that worry is unnecessary it's unnecessary the thing that jesus teaches on that sermon on the mount he said what are you worrying about if you believe god is protecting you if you believe that he's your shepherd if you believe that there's not a need that he cannot meet 
if you believe that everything that you have need of he has available to you then it's not unnecessary but let me tell you what it does worry assumes the responsibility of god worry assumes the responsibility of god you see you take the place of god it really means that you don't believe that you have a shepherd it really means that you don't think god can take care of you it really means that you don't understand the word of god when he says i created you to be happy matthew 6 30 if god cares so wonderfully even for the flowers that they are here today and gone tomorrow won't he surely care for you won't he surely care for you he's been good to me we talk about this series the goodness of god the song the worship team just sang how wonderful faithful and good that he's been to each and every one of us he cares because we are valuable to him how valuable are we because god sent his son jesus christ jesus christ voluntarily went to the cross and hung there to give us freedom from death that we don't even have to worry about the one thing that could have taken us out and was the power of death and jesus gave us liberty over that he died on the cross of calvary and went to the grave three days after three days he arose and he said i am your heavenly father we often in worry forget the goodness of god how good has god been to you how wonderful has he been through this covid how wonderful has he been taking care of your family and meeting your need? And when that worry hits you, it's a caution light comes up. And it says, boy, that worry says, I have forgotten about the goodness of the Lord. I've forgotten about the statement that he desires to meet all my needs. I, I've forgotten the fact that he is my, he is my shepherd. Well, what do you need to do? You need to get deeper in the word of God. You need to pray. God, you're not taking care of me. That's why I'm worried. My friend, he's taking care of you since the day that you were born. Now listen, he's taking care of eternity. If you've never bowed your heart, if you've never bowed your need, if you have, if you have never confessed your sins, then you just might have something to worry about. Because to miss spending eternity with God is a major, major issue. When you worry and you haven't asked God to come into your heart, you're on your own. Now listen, He supplies needs for good people and bad people. He supplies the need to people who worship his name and individuals who curse his name. Why? Because he gives them according to his goodness. He's a good God. But if you're an unbeliever, you say, yeah, well, I don't know that I'm an unbeliever. Oh, you know. You know whether or not you have sincerely bowed your heart and humbled yourself and said, Jesus, come into my life. And if you haven't done that, 
than the hand of God to meet and supply your need is not incumbent upon God. It's not a have to. What you get when you're an unbeliever and you've not committed your life to God is the love of God who chooses to have a covenant relationship with you whether you respond or not. He's saying, bow your heart, bow your knee, let me come in from what I've done. Matthew 6, 32, people who don't know God and the way he works, they worry over these things. They don't know how God works. The Bible says that if we just confess our sins, he can give you peace that passes all understanding. And those of us are Christians and you worry, it doesn't say much to unbelievers when you do that about your trust in Jesus. If you truly believe that he's the good shepherd, if you truly believe that all good and perfect gifts come from him, if you truly believe that he holds you in the palm of his hand, if you truly believe that no weapon formed against you is going to prosper, if you truly believe in the amazing saving grace of Jesus Christ, friend, you ought to make up your mind never to worry again and begin to praise the Lord and begin to thank God as to who your shepherd is. The Lord is my shepherd say that with me the lord is my shepherd you see one of the things that happened and one of the great great sins is when life is going good and some people worry about man this is too good to be true well that happened to job when the plague hit him he said that which i have feared has come upon me Wow, to know that God's goodness is there and yet to have the fear, this can't last. It can last. Walking by faith is a journey. And sometimes you have to rebuke the temptation to worry and to say, God, again today, again today at lunch, again today at three, again today at night, I'm not going to worry about anything. I'm going to give you praise and honor and glory. COVID-19 has created an atmosphere where people worry. And all the different uns or civil unrest in our countries give an ample opportunity for people to worry. But may I tell you something? If ever the church ought to have a positive resolve to say, but we're trusting in the Lord. God, you have the answer. You are the answer. You are my Savior. You are my Lord. You are my coming King. You supply all my needs. You are my good shepherd. And you trust him. Then I know God will help you meet that need. John 14, 1 says, don't be worried. Believe in God and believe in me. So here we are. Ask God to be your shepherd. Let Jesus have first place in every area of your life. 
Remember that your heavenly Father is perfectly knowledgeable about what you need. Relax and pray and give him all your worries and your cares because he cares for you. Do you believe that? I believe it. I believe it. I believe it with all of my heart. Let's believe God together. Shall we bow our heads? Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning for your goodness and, uh, and your grace. We thank you to know that we have nothing to ever be worried about. We have nothing, God, to be able to rock our world or rattle our cage. We know you're going to supply our need. We know we go through seasons that are challenging. We know we go through times, God, when it's easy to get rattled and nervous. We know that. But we know to whom we can turn. We know that he is the solid rock of our salvation. We know, God, he's our healer, our deliverer, our protector, our supplier. He is able. So, Lord, we don't want to take away from who you are. We don't want to take matters into our own hands. We're going to trust you. We're not going to let the devil throw stuff on us to get us down. We're going to raise our head. We're going to believe you that every need will be met. For God, we trust you in that. For you are our shepherd. Now, some of you that are listening right now, maybe you're guilty. I mean, you are baptized in guilt. And you know that. And people around you that might be with you right now, they know. Wow, they know. Boy, I'm glad they heard that message. But can I tell you something? Let's don't throw our stone at anybody else. And let's don't be judgmental. Let's just be grateful. And maybe you're here this morning and thought, well, I've never really bowed my knee. I believe in God. Somebody asked me, are you a Christian? I, I probably tell them yes. But you know the reality. You haven't dedicated your life to God. You haven't changed one way in which you live. You still do the same old rotten things that you've always done. You've just added a little measure of spirituality. God's not pleased with that. And you can't fool God. He knows. And you don't want to come up short if your life is snuffed out in a moment. So I'm going to ask you to let's pray this prayer. Repeat it after me right now so that everybody listening, we have a clean slate. Are you ready? Here we go. Heavenly Father, I thank you for Jesus Christ. Jesus, I thank you for dying on the cross and redeeming me. I confess my sin. I don't deserve it, but I know that you love me. So to the best of my ability, I give you my heart and my life. And Lord Jesus, as your child, I apologize for worrying so much. I've let the enemy rule in that area in my life. But today, I'm going to make a willful decision to not worry. I'm going to leave everything in your hands. I'm not going to be afraid. I'm not going to run. I'm going to stand solid and believe that you are my shepherd 
and that every need I have, you can meet. I give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. What do you say we worship just a little bit more right here? And let's believe God, shall we? tuning in today. We hope that you'll join us this coming Wednesday for our next online experience. Have an awesome day.